Welcome to Built on Beeves, your Beavers podcast for fans and by fans. Just to remind you, you could subscribe on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, as well as follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, at Built on Beavs, with our email account being builtonbeavs at gmail.com. As you can already tell, the intro is a little different. We don't have our sound on, that kind of intro music. Um, as you've also probably noticed, it's been a little bit into the January month of us posting an episode. We've gone through a little bit of structural changes, which we will be getting to here. Um, Eric, if you've been listening to the show, has been my co-host, but he is moving on to some other things. Don't worry, there's no fallout or anything like that. He's still a supporter of the show, which leads me into introducing who my new co-host is, the one and only Ezekiel Ray, goes by Zeke. I'll let him introduce himself now. Welcome to the show, Zeke. Thank you for having me. Uh, My name's Zeke. Um, I had officially gotten Eric's blessing to be the (laughs) co-host on the show. So again, there's no bad blood or anything. Um, I am a Beavers fan. I've been one since 2015. I know that sounds very recent, but it's the truth. (laughs) Yes. So, uh, no, I, I like everything Beavers. Orange is my favorite color, too, so that works out. So, yeah, and you're from Chicago. That's right. Correct? Yep. So what's that been like being out here in Oregon, transitioning into that beaver fandom? Um, so growing up in Chicago, uh, we have uh, professional sports teams for just about everything from football, basketball, all the way down to lacrosse. It's called the lacrosse. Chi- yeah, Chicago Gears is the professional lacrosse team. Oh wow! For Chicago. And have you been to one of those games? No, I have not. Have I watched <laughs> one of the games? Yes, I have. Yes. Okay. Okay. So, um, it's one of those things where I, I grew up kind of in the sense of a sports nation, a sports city, um, and if you could tell by how people are at Bears or Bulls games or even Sox and definitely Cubs game, that. Oh. Chicago fans are very fanatic. <laughs> yes. And we love our sports. So ideally, when I came here, um, I'm the type of person since Corvallis was my new hometown to root for the home team. So in essence, I became a Beavers fan. Yeah. And so what, what games have you been to since being here live? I've been to football, basketball. I've been to gymnastics. Um, I feel like I'm missing one. I think that's about well, it for now. Gymnastics. Yeah, basketball, gymnastics, and football. Football the most. That, I'm, I'm, that's Is that my favorite? favorite sport. Yeah, that's my favorite sport. So. Yeah, I I've still yet to be to gymnastics one, but those seem are they fun to be at? They alive? are. They're very exciting. Um, it's not as many people. They're in Gill Coliseum. Um, and, and the pure talent. Um, some of those uh, athletes possess is just amazing to see that because I I know I couldn't do that. Oh, I know, man. My I'm so like inflexible. If that's how you say it, I'm so stiff and tight. I can't even imagine. We we're talking about that UCLA gymnastics. Girl. Yes, what was yes. Her name? I know. Uh, Kaylin Ohashi. Yes. Just the floor routine she did. Yes, yeah. I saw her Swept floor routine. Yes, world. she she got a perfect ten, which 
on a floor routine is very difficult because there's a lot of individuality that goes into a floor routine. Um, yeah. But if you saw her floor routine and some of the stuff she did, what what threw me off is when I watched the floor routine and I saw her go to a split, jump back up like nothing <laughs> happened, and just continue on with her routine. I would have been in the hospital if that was <laughs> I think a lot of people would be in the hospital if that was them. Man, that's cool. We got a fun episode coming up today, tonight, Monday, January 28th. Um, Let's go into, before, so our last episode in December, we had a poll question we put out there of, as a Beaver fan, which of these would you like to see most in 2019? The options being baseball repeating as national champions, football going to a bowl game, women's basketball going to the national championship, and men's basketball winning the Pac-12 tournament. So the results, well, let's just add, what out of those, Zeke, which one of those would you like to see the most? I think, so I have two answers. Okay. The fan in me... And me being such a fan of football, I would like to see the Beavers football team do mm-hmm. go to a bowl game. I think more people go to football games just by sheer number. That's just how it works. There's less games in the season, so you're going to have more people show up to those games. Mm-hmm. And I think in the past recent years, there's been more disappointment with football, as you could tell by the firing and the hiring of coaches, you know. Yeah. And the the Pac-12 is a tough network in any of the sports, but football as well. Who I think deserves to do something? I want to see the women's basketball team. Okay. I want to see them go to the national championship. That's what you want to see. That I would do. be awesome. I think. I think they 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 have legitimately worked hard and deserve it. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I I guess I mean they've gone to the at least the Elite Eight the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. It would be cool to see him go to the national championship game. It'll be a tough tough road as we'll kind of get into here later on as we talk about them with one of their stars being out for the season, yeah. Cat Tudor. That's a tough break for that. Um most people, however, well, Everyone who responded to the poll question on Facebook had that they would like to see the baseball team repeating as national champions, Mm -hmm. which would bring us back to that 2006-2007 team repeat champions, which would be awesome to see. Um, Do another repeat. Yeah. How do you feel about that poll? What would you like to see the most? Yeah, I think I answered it before. I'm trying to remember what I said. I think I did end up saying baseball mm-hmm. repeat as national champions because that would just be really cool. Obviously, I would love to see football play in a bowl game. Um, I'm not going to expect that <laughs> yet. <laughs> yeah. So I think my more realistic is like, okay, but give, me, give them a couple years. I think for sure in the next three They'll be in a bowl game. I could get down with that. Um, obviously, it'd be amazing to see the... I mean, all of these would be great. They would be. They really would be. But 
there's just something cool about back to back national is. champions. Maybe seeing a, I mean, even thinking about that, like a dynasty team, mm-hmm. you know, what like factors into that? You know, I just remembered you asked me earlier what Beaver games I've been to. Baseball. I don't know how I forgot that. Baseball. I actually okay. went with you, remember? Yes. <laughs> it's been a couple years, but I've, I've yeah. been to baseball. That was the cold game, right? Yes, it was it pretty was, cold. It's pretty chilly out. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And so, all well, and speaking of baseball, too, I don't know the exact details, but I know they're doing some addition to the stadium. I believe it's something like, I don't know if it has to do with clubhouses or something like that. It's going on the first baseline, okay. out kind of by the outfield. That'd be nice. They deserve it. Um, yeah. If a part, a lot of people may not notice, they may notice it, but not know this, but there's actually a part of the stadium. It will be on the Northeast side where there's this little, everyone's trying to think in their head right now. Where yeah. is that? At? Where is that at? <laughs> um, if you say you were in a stadium and you start walking towards the, uh, what's the, the rec center It's not called Dixon. Dixon. Oh, McAlexander. McAlexander. There we go. Fieldhouse. And if you start walking towards there, there's actually an area over there where there's a group of people who they have their own little spot. And they go to every single Beavers baseball game. They do not miss it. And it kind of just, as the development of the stadium has gone and or changed over the years they've actually kept that spot for that person so you would notice those people over in the corner that's their own little special corner don't try to get into that corner if you're not a part of that crowd it's not your corner okay do they have a name a name of this posse i do not know the name of the posse yeah i know of the posse i do not know the posse themselves maybe we can get some people to start that just like start going to every games and mm-hmm. eventually get our own corner yeah. somewhere. We should do like that in football or something. Yeah. Stand in the same spot every single day. Yeah. <laughs> well, and even football had some cool additions to the stadium. They did. The, the ribbon band. Year. Yeah. I think that was definitely great. What else did they add? That is cool. I mean. Alcohol sales, right? They had yeah, alcohol, alcohol sales. sales for sure. Um, yeah. It's just nice. I, I didn't. I got to actually experience the ribbon board the last game I went to because normally I sit on the newer side up at the top, so uh-huh. obviously you don't see it when you're there. But the last game I sat on the other side of the stadium. It is cool to to see that. Um, a lot of cool stuff happening. Obviously, as we've talked about baseball, as you win, you get money. Mm-hmm. You can put it into your facilities. And I've always thought about the baseball too. Of like, man, are they ever gonna? I wonder, build permanent outfield seating, you know, because they always bring those, like, scaffolding-type bleachers. Yeah. Um, I think the team deserves to have that. (laughs) Yeah, we'll see. They're a great team. Great team. I I definitely believe they possess the skills to do a repeat. Yeah. Cool. So, January. We're at the end of January. It's been a... It's been a long month. It's kind of flown by. It seems like it has most every month now in my life just flies by. I agree with that. <laughs> We're both newlyweds, so that can make just 
even with that and wedding planning alone, yeah. like I remember it just you think of the long however many days you have till your wedding. Exactly. And all of a sudden your wedding's here and then that's gone and now I think I'm like five months into marriage and it's like wow. It's crazy. It happened fast. Fun funny thing that a lot of listeners may not know is years ago, me, Nate, and Eric actually talked about podcasting. Yeah. There's a lost recording somewhere. I don't know if Nate still has it or anything. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to dig into the archives for that one. <laughs> and um, at the time, we all were single guys. You know, we yeah. didn't have much going on. And somehow, we couldn't get it together to get the podcast going. But then... Weird. <laughs> right? And then we, we make our lives busy. Then we decide to do it. You know? <laughs> that is funny to look back on because, yeah, we're just... That's how I am a lot in life. I, like, get these ideas and you want to get it started. And like, yeah, that will be cool. And then, yeah, you get busy in things. Kind of sits on the shelf for a while. Then randomly it gets brought up. Mm-hmm. And now here we are. Maybe one day, like we say, we can get us all three in it. But... Right now, me and you, Zeke, yeah. hanging in. So anyway, what I was talking about is we've had the month of January. Obviously, the basketball teams have been playing. Mm-hmm. Had a few games under their belt this month. So we're going to kind of go through that, recap everything that's happened this month with the men's and women's basketball team. So let's start with you, Zeke. You're going to talk about the men's basketball team, okay. what they've gone through for this month. Yes, the men's basketball team. The Beavers are sitting 12-7 and seven on the season. Uh, not horrible, but not great either. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the month of January, they played U of O, USC, UCLA, Arizona State, Arizona, Washington State, Washington. And their next upcoming game is on Thursday, the 31st of this month, against the Colorado Buffaloes, the 11 and 8 Buffaloes. They are sitting at 4 and 3 in the Pac 12 um, for the month of January, which was all Pac 12 games. It looks like in February they have seven games coming up, again, all in the Pac 12. And then March, three games. If yeah. you look at the Pac 12 records, you would notice that a lot of teams are sitting at those 10, 11, 12 wins. Yeah. And, you know, either equal amount or nearly equal amount of losses, 8-7. Mm-hmm. So, as far as the Pac-12 goes in men's basketball, there's no one really standing out. The only team that's probably standing out is... Washington, maybe. Washington, I don't know. I think they're doing pretty solid. Are you doing pretty solid? Yeah, because they're they're, th- they're sixteen and four. Okay, so yeah, they're 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 stand out on the winning end of things. Which is funny because as we speak, we have the Pac twelve network on, and there's like a encore of the Beaver uh, Husky basketball game. Mm-hmm. So as we talk about them. And then on the low end of the totem pole, the Cal Bears are five and fifteen okay. for Pac twelve, um, in the men's basketball. Other than that, I I don't know how the men's basketball team is going to do. 
this year. I don't think they're going to make it to the tournament probably. Yeah, it's well, it's tricky because even as they like started this year, mm-hmm. you had uh, what was it? They played Oregon, mm-hmm. um, USC, UCLA, and won those. Started the conference three and zero. Oh yeah, speaking of Washington, seven and zero in the conference. So okay, yes, yeah, so they stand out. They may be. Don't quote me on this. The only unbeaten team left. Um, but anyway. Pac-12 was, yeah, I think that's perfect. So you have it. So for me thinking, okay, Oregon State opens with Oregon, UCLA, USC. Like, those are tough games. I did not foresee them starting the season 3-0. and mm-hmm. So then it's kind of like, okay, well, when that happens, like, okay, maybe this who is this team? They're showing like, man, they can play and compete. Obviously, Oregon had wars without kind of a few of their good players and mm-hmm. whatnot, but still to beat those teams. But then they kind of went on that. They lost to... They lost Arizona State, but Arizona even that State. loss is not bad. They lost by three points. Okay. So, it, so that's a close one. Exactly. It And then they played Arizona next. Which okay. they it looks like they lost by eleven in, in, on that one, so still not terrible. No, not terrible. Then they came back for the win against Washington State. Yep. And then lastly, uh, Washington had beat them by ten. So yeah, even the losses are not tremendously horrible or anything. Yeah. So if they can string together, maybe get on a winning streak. The problem that. I don't know. It's it's hard for the the guys' basketball team. Is most of those games you see as losses mm-hmm. is usually where, you know, if one of the big three struggles being Stevie Thompson, Ethan Thompson, or Trace Tinkle, mm-hmm. the pro- unfortunate part is they're probably going to lose because you look into the depth and they just don't have much depth. Their bench players oftentimes struggle with putting many points on the board. There are games that they do show up. They mm-hmm. do come through, and that's great. And that's what I kind of hope to see more of as a, a fan is that bench support. And like, okay, if one of the big guys is kind of struggling, those mm-hmm. those other guys are picking up the slack. And even with a guy like Kyler Kelly, who, man, he's a blocking machine if you watch him (laughs) i think he's like one of the top blockers in the country which is a huge value to a team but it would be cool to see a little more consistent scoring from a guy like him um so if they can kind of click on with that i think with the the bench and a guy like kyler kelly scoring i think they can string together a good amount of wins and so if they finish within the mid to top Pack twelve, maybe you get an at large bid, but obviously the only way to guarantee it is go in the Pack twelve tournament. So. That that is true. And then their biggest, which I think they still could beat them, is the biggest opponent is going to be Washington in that. And I think one of the big things to think about when it comes to men's basketball is that you need your bench to be almost as good as the five stars if if you're going to make it. To all the way to the national championship. Make a run, yeah. So, 
I think that's the beautiful thing about basketball, though, is that every single year it could look so much different than someone else could be. Yeah. Because the problem with football is you need 22 people to be on the same page and really good. While basketball, you only need five mm-hmm. and a few extras to make a big difference. And when it comes year to year, that your chances of having a better basketball team can change drastically year by year. Yeah. Football are programs you kind of got to build. Basketball, too. I'm not saying basketball, you just come in and have a great team. But I think it's easier to build a basketball program than a football program, per se. Yeah, and it's a game of surprises, obviously, Mm -hmm. especially once you hit the tournament play. That's true. Really, any team can beat any team. Just like last year being crazy, the the first number 16 seed beating the one seed. Mm Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's a, it's a huge game of surprises and momentum. You get that momentum going, players' confidence levels getting up there goes a long way. And so, if they can continue to build off that, you know, maybe we'll we'll see that surprise of a, a team that goes. And obviously, Trace or not Trace, but Wayne Tinkle's first year here it took him to the tournament. So, mm-hmm. it'd be cool to see another repeat of that. It really would be. Um, and it's just fun too, like with, we've been talking about kind of stadium renovations with Gil having some updates there. Have you been to a game this year, guys or girls? Uh, no, I have not. Okay. So they have like new jumbo screen things, oh, which are cool. really cool. It's like, when I first heard about it, I didn't really know what to, in my mind, I think I had the, the idea of those kind of older school ones like mm-hmm. that come down from the ceiling but they're kind of blocky looking yeah. and have those screens on all sides but it's more like huge just flat screen tvs all around That's cool. that are also curved so you can like see them from the side and then they updated a lot of the lighting in there so okay. it's pretty cool to watch the pre-game stuff they mm-hmm. darken all the lights and then all the different lights ah, are kind of nice, shining nice. around as they uh up or bring on the starters and all that. So those games are fun to that. That is very watch. cool. I would say growing up in Chicago, my actually favorite thing to watch when it came to basketball was the Bulls intro. Yeah. Uh, I think the Bulls intro has one of the most famous <sighs> intros in all of the NBA. And I grew up in the '90s in Chicago, so they had Man. a great basketball team. Prime time. Yes, it it was a great time to be alive and to be in that city. Great sports team, Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, Dennis Rodman. I mean, just legit ball players. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah, that's fun. Um, So let's go into women's basketball side. Just talked about the men's. So over on the women's side, right now their record is sitting at 17-3 and overall, with their conference record being 7-1. and And so, yep, all through January has been their conference games. Like I said, they're 7-1 overall. Their loss came to Arizona State with a score of 79-76, which was a tough one. And that was in double overtime. That was on January 20th. So, real tough loss. We're three points away from being remaining undefeated in conference, but... It's okay, you just got to put those ones away, mm-hmm. not think about them. Their wins came against Washington, Washington State, 
UCLA, USC, Arizona. So some big wins in there. Um, according to ESPN, Oregon State is currently ranked number nine in the nation. So some other news, like I kind of mentioned earlier, some harder news is Cat Tudor, one of the, their best shooters, is yeah. out for the season with a knee injury. Um, but also, even touching on that, as we kind of talked about the the struggle of the guys' team not having depth and yeah. that being hard, that's something Oregon State thrives on, women's team. Yes. Which is points to show that you have depth, you have players all around, leads you to wins. And mm-hmm. we see that, and it's perfectly displayed with this women's team. And I love watching their team. I love going there and seeing them play because it's just wonderful like team basketball all around you have one player struggling another Mm -hmm. one can come on and put some points up and just continue to add just momentum to that game um another cool just kind of news story is so a five-star commit Kennedy Brown, who's coming in next year. Nice. She was named McDonald's All-American. She's the first player in Oregon State history to receive All-American honors as a commit. So there's a lot of even promise into the future, which is really exciting news. And just goes to show, I mean, Scott Rooks just building such a great Mm -hmm. team, such a good coach. The players love him, respect him, play yeah. for him. I would say building more of a dynasty than anything else. It's it's one of those things, all you need is one hot year, and then people start looking at you like, I think I want to play for that team. That that yeah. looks fun. Yeah. You know, and it looks fun to win. And when we look at the Pac-12 women's side of things, totally opposite from the men's. It is super competitive, a lot of ranked teams. Um, even, for instance, let's look at... A game recently against Utah and Stanford. Utah got their first program win against Stanford ever, which is in program history. That's that's, crazy. that's that's ridiculous. That's crazy. Yeah. And if I remember correctly, Stanford uh, was in the top ten, and I believe Utah was ranked number twenty one. So you know anything can happen in Pac twelve women's basketball, and for something as monumental as a first program win against a certain team, that that's a really big deal. So it's going to be exciting to see how January, February, well, January's in, and how February, March plays out for Pac-12 basketball for women's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and touching on even what you said, I think that is why that's recruiting-wise, like why players want to come is because you can just watching this team play mm-hmm. tell they, they love it. They're having fun. The chemistry with each other amongst the players, even the players and the coaches, is just you can tell even off the court they enjoy what they're doing. They enjoy each other. And that goes a long way, which also obviously leads to success on the court from their chemistry off the court. Um, So leading into their next game, it will be Friday. It's Friday, February 1st versus Colorado. And then they got another one on Sunday against Utah. And then later on the next Friday against Stanford. So a 
few games coming up. These next two, the one on Friday and Sunday, those will both be at Gill. The one Friday will be at 7, and the one Sunday will be at noon. So if you're, I would, I would always say, if you're in Corvallis, go check them out. Like I said, those girls' games especially are really fun to go to. They are. They're very exciting. And pretty affordable, so definitely if you have a family and friends, go out and support them. Also want to do a side note, if you've heard some jingling around, we're at Zeke's place and he's got a dog, so (laughs) he's kind of our our jingle bell, or she. Yes. So don't be alarmed. (laughs) Um, It's not Christmas time again. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. We got a couple other sports that are going on with wrestling and gymnastics. And so I believe we'll just mention them briefly, how they're doing. Sure. Uh, Women's gymnastics, which I think both me and Nate both admit we didn't know a lot about. Yeah. As far as scorekeeping goes or how you win a match against another team. Um, I personally like gymnastics. The vault is my favorite section of it. Then the double beams, if that's the correct name for it. That's just what I call it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Then the floor routine being the least favorite of mine. But it looks like that we beat Utah. Or no, we lost to Utah. Lost to Utah. Number four Utah. We lost to them by... And they have decimals in their scores as well. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know how they score... For gymnastics. We if lost. you know that, feel free to send us an email at builtonbeeves at gmail, giving us a little better explanation of scoring and all of that that goes into gymnastics. We'd love to be educated. Yes, please. So we lost 195.450 to 197.150. So, okay. Whatever that means. <laughs> I just know we lost at least by two points, it seems. Yeah. And then we beat Washington, number 11, Washington, 196.100 to 195.900. So we at least beat them by one point. And the next match is coming up. It's going to be against number three, UCLA, which Kaflin Ohashi, who we spoke about earlier with the perfect 10 routine on the floor, she plays for UCLA. Yeah. And they're ranked number three, and the that match is going to be at Gill Coliseum. It's going to be televised on the Pac-12 Network, if you have Pac-12 Network. Okay. Not a sponsor. <laughs> Not a sponsor. There you go. Uh, that would be a huge sponsor to have if we were <laughs> sponsored by Pac-12 Network. Uh, and that's going to be on Saturday, February 2nd, so... <laughs> If if you're not doing anything on Saturday, February second, going out to that's a good one to go yeah, to. That would be a a great one to go out to, and it'd be awesome if our if the gymnastics teams could pull off a win against UCLA. Yeah. So what is it? You've been to gymnastics, I have, right? I have. So they just bring a bunch of mats. Do they like remove the basketball courts and all that? Yes, they do. Okay. They do. Uh, most basketball stadiums, if not all, are very interchangeable. Yeah. Because even at the United Center, which is where the Chicago Bulls play, the Chicago Blackhawks, which is the professional hockey team there, mm-hmm. also plays there. And what they do is they basically tear the court up and put ice down. That would be so fun to watch. It would or be. see what, how that happens. 
So from what I've seen, they take out the uh, basketball hoops and everything, mm-hmm. and then they put down a bunch of mats. And on one side is the beam. On another side, they have the vault set up. They have the floor routine part in the middle because that's kind of like the biggest, the one that takes up the most most room. Mm-hmm. And then off to the side on the other side near the side of the vault in the floor is the double beams again i don't know if that's the correct name for it please let me know at builtonbeams.gmail.com yeah. <laughs> yeah what do you call it do you call it anything i, I call it the double know. beams that sounds fine to me you know what i'm talking about right it's the thing where they hop from one beam to the yeah. next one's higher than another and they like swing on them mm-hmm. yeah what would maybe Double bar, high bar. Double bar? It can be double bar. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Well, you can see how much we don't know about gymnastics. All I know is gymnastics is cool. I'm not going to act like I understand being an athlete in gymnastics. I've never even thought about doing gymnastics in my life. But I do appreciate the what they can do that I can't. Absolutely. And I understand that it takes a heck of a lot of athleticism to do what they do. Oh, yeah. Um, when, so at gymnastic meets is each event, are there multiple events going on at a time or is it just one at a time? Does that make sense? So I think they're going on multiple at a time. If I remember correctly. Yeah. I want to say if I remember correctly, the floor routine usually doesn't have much else going on. But they have all of the events separated in a certain way that one goes at a certain time where the other one's not gone. It's, it's like double bar maybe going at the same time the floor routine may be going on or double bar, which is on the other side of the um, single beam, maybe going on at the same time, but they're on two different sides. Yeah. And they kind of announce before it happens what's going on or where it's going on and who's about to get onto the vault or the beam or the bars or the floor routine. Yeah. I would say the floor routine is probably the most distracting one because usually there's music playing yeah. because it's part of the floor routine. Yeah. So the other ones, usually you can kind of do your own thing because it's just your team or fans in a certain corner of the stadium, you know, cheering you on while the floor routine is kind of super big and everybody sees it going on. And so then playing. as a fan, are you able to move around and watch different you are. Or are you pretty stationary? No, you're able to move around. So at gymnastics meets, there is not, at least the one I went to, it wasn't like a packed house or anything. You, you can move from side to side. But what I decided to do is go up kind of high so I kind of yeah. get a good view of everything yeah. instead of being down low next to one thing. So, yeah. It, again, if you haven't been to a gymnastics meet before, I suggest going. It's it's pretty cool. It's nice. Right, Yeah. yeah. To check that out. So then, yep, so UCLA is the next one. Mm-hmm. Then after that is February 8th at Arizona in Tucson, Arizona. Mm-hmm. So if there's any Beaver fans out in the Arizona area, please go out and support the gymnastics team. Cool. And then they're going to be back February 17th in Corvallis to go against California. And then back in Arizona on February 22nd <laughs> wow. to go against um, Arizona State. Okay. So, cool. Yeah. Then we got the wrestling side. Another sport that I don't completely 
know too much about. No, me neither. I, I went to a lot of wrestling meets in high school, and I watched college wrestling on ESPN and everything before. I kind of understand scoring and everything. I chose not to actually do wrestling myself, although I was asked to, is because the coaches, they always wanted you to cut weight. Yeah. And it wasn't that I liked eating or anything, which I do, but (laughs) (laughs) but it was that... I was football was kind of my first sport. Yeah. So I was more focused on trying Those to Those are like two opposites. Exactly. Yeah. I'm trying to beef and I had some friends in football who who did wrestling and I'm I'm trying to beef up for football. I'm not trying to lose weight, you know, I'm trying to compete to go to college. Right. So I I wasn't trying to join a wrestling team cuz they looked at crazy running around with sweats and plastic bags on to me. Yeah. So I was like I can't do that one. Uh, so I chose to do track in the off season of football instead, which is totally fun. Which is another, so wrestling is another one of those sports that, although I don't know a ton about, I respect a lot because those are athletes that are in extremely good shape. And I'm like, yep, you could kick my butt. Mm -hmm. And I respect it. I just don't know a ton about it. So if you know a lot about wrestling um, rules and scoring... Email us at builtonbeeves at gmail.com. Oh, yeah. Educate us. Educate us. So it looks like the Beavers wrestling team is three and five. There's zero and one on the conference, two and three at home, one and two away. And okay. they on a current one I guess would you one match winning streak. You want to call it a game, I guess. Okay. Um it looks like our last match was against Clackamas Community College Cougars. And that was 44-3, so we obliterated them. Yeah. And the next matchup is coming up on Thursday, January 31st. And that's going to be in Fresno, California. Shout out to any Beavers fans in the Fresno area. Yes. So then wrestling, I know there's tournaments, but when you go to these matches, you're just mm-hmm. playing that specific school that's what it looks like from from what i've seen usually sometimes well i guess it depends on whether it's a tournament or a match i think a match is again educate us please if we saying something wrong yeah but I hey think, we're, we're fans we're not experts exactly so. exactly <laughs> we don't claim to be either no so i think it's either i think a match is against one team and i think a tournament you may be going against multiple schools yeah in that sense okay and I know everything is based on your weight class yeah. and everything like that. And basically, if you're in a certain weight class that's either too big or too small and no one else has someone of that weight class, you could basically be a champion as long as there's no one oh, that wow. against you, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Win by default. Yeah. So, so then in uh, the month of February, the wrestling team is going to be at Cal Poly February 2nd. Okay. That's down in San Luis Obispo. Shout out to San Luis Obispo. Mm -hmm. February 11th, they're going to be back in Corvallis against Iowa State. Then on February 15th, we're going against Stanford, also here in Corvallis. So is another one we probably both don't know. Mm -hmm. It looks like, is Pac-12 different in wrestling? Or do they just not play as many Pac-12 schools? Because a lot of these schools aren't in the Pac-12 in like other sports. That, that is true. 
So wrestling is a very interesting sport, which every single school doesn't necessarily, collegiate-wise, doesn't have one. Mm. So there is a Pac-12 championship for wrestling. That's on March 9th. Mm -hmm. And that's in Tempe, Arizona this year. And then there's also an NCAA wrestling championship. I believe another big wrestling conference is the Big Ten. Yeah. that's That's another big wrestling conference. But it looks like for us, it, it looks like Stanford, Arizona State. That's all I'm really seeing. Yeah. <laughs> and us. So I guess, although it's called the Pac 12, it should be called like the Pac 3 yeah. <laughs> for wrestling. So, yeah. <laughs> Again, educate us, help us understand yeah. how all this wrestling works, please. We'll try to learn more and be better at this. Mm-hmm. But. Cool. So those are a lot of good stuff happening in these sports. Also excited to see what they continue to do here in the next few weeks and month. Um, We're going to move on to kind of a newer segment of what we're going to call Did You Know? Did You Know? And so so I'm going to send this one over to Zeke and he's going to tell us something that we may not know. So, So I decided to reach back at least a decade. For did you know? So we're not going too far back. So at least in most people's memories, they can remember this. Okay. Back for the 2009-2010 season for the Oregon State men's basketball. Back then, it was actually the Pac-10. Pac-10. And what some people may not know before, that was the Pac-8. Wow. Yeah. So we may get to a point where it's like the Pac-16 or 20. Who knows? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We see how the future goes for that. (laughs) <laughs> but back then, the men's basketball team was in the Pac-10. They had a 14-18 record. Again, not great. Um, and it was 8-10 in the Pac-10. So, hmm. it, it seems like we probably haven't come super far <laughs> yeah. in, in a decade. But, you know, there's always hope. And then, their head coach was Craig Robertson. Interesting thing about Craig Robertson. He was, he's actually currently, he's the vice president for player and organizational development for the New York Knicks. Hmm. So he still is working in the game. He was a player. He played forward for Princeton. So a smart guy. Mm-hmm. Um, he had quite the history of coaching um, all the way from being assistant at Northwestern to being at Brown and he coached Oregon State University from 2008 to 2014 men's basketball. Okay. He, it looks like his overall coaching record is, check this out, 122 and 128. Huh. So pretty close. A little under 500. Mm-hmm. The interesting thing, probably more interesting than anything else, is not what he has done in the sport of basketball himself, is more of his relation to someone. Yes. And that is the fact that he is actually the older brother of former U.S. Force lady, Michelle Obama. Yeah. So. He, I remember hearing that. <laughs> exactly. So they, the Obamas actually been to Corvallis before to come and visit <laughs> her brother. So yeah. that, that got to be a very interesting Thanksgiving dinner. You yeah. know? Like, hey, what y'all been doing? Oh, we just... You know, we got finished running the country. Uh, what you been doing? All of them over here at the New York Knicks, guys. We won. We won, we won. last night. <laughs> oh, cool. Uh, 
No, but it's a lot I, of stories. It is, I, but I think I did. You know, you know, so that that's pretty cool. It's sometimes this is such a small world. I, that's all I like to say. And there's everybody knows somebody who knows somebody. Yeah. So. For sure. Yeah. It'll be interesting to continue to see if we know stuff here in the future and mm-hmm. get to know some other exciting things. Let's finish with, as we're looking ahead into the rest of this year, things we're excited about in 2019. Let's do, let's, let's stick with this Oregon State Beaver sports mm-hmm. relation. Something you're excited about this year, 2019. 2019. I'm excited to see where the women's basketball team goes. That was my dog, by the way. <laughs> I'm excited to see where the women's basketball team go in a tournament this year. Yeah. I, I think they definitely have the potential and they have the talent to go all the way. All the way. All the way. All right. We'll see it. Um, I'm excited. I would say, kind of even going along and touching on our poll question. To see how the baseball team is this year because it's going to be their first year without Pat Casey as the head true. coach in that a while. You know, they won the national championship last year. They're not the number one team this year in the preseason. That goes to LSU. So we're going to see, I think, what this team is and how they perform coming off of a national championship. I think yeah. it's going to be exciting to to see what they continue to do, what... Adley Rutschman's gonna be like this mm-hmm. year, and some of those just players that are coming back. Um, it's gonna be fun to watch that team progress. So a lot of good things coming up this year. Yes. Any final thoughts before we wrap it up? Um, I'm excited to see how the organization of athletics, when it comes to be does overall from baseball, men's and women's basketball gymnastics, wrestling, and also in the offseason, see who the football team can acquire, both yeah. coaching-wise and player-wise, to build a better program. Yeah. It's going to be fun to see where these programs continue to grow. Mm-hmm. And as fans, that's what we we cheer for. Exactly. We, we want to see these teams do well, both on and off the court. And so we'll see what that's like. Yeah. But this has been another episode of Built on Beeves. As a reminder, please subscribe, Anchor Podcast, or Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and of course, send us emails at builtonbeeves at gmail.com. Educate us, let us know what you want to see in future shows. Mm-hmm. Um, and check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Built on Beeves. Stay tuned. We'll have another episode next week. So thanks for checking in. Go Beavs. Go Beavs.